I'll come back. 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 That's what I figured, knowing you, Milk. Um, I'm just making sure. Oh, it just shows us as online. We're going through some ads. Loop de doop de doo. I'll make sure that. Raid Shadow Legends brought to you by. Please, <laughs> no. Please. Oh, God, no. You could only avoid the behemoth for so long. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the there. orcs. I'm tired of the freaking YouTube ad orcs. <laughs> Would you prefer Skillshare? Next. <laughs> well, I tell you, there, there, you know the one ad that I am so tired of seeing on YouTube, like when I watch this stuff, and it, it annoys me so much. Like as a writer, I hate it. I hate it so much. The Grammarly ad. I hate Grammarly. Yes. Oh, I yeah, have to man. use it. I have to use it for work, and I hate it. Um, but we are live, and we need to do our intro. Say, hey, priest. <laughs> good intro. Very good intro. Very nice. Oh, you <laughs> Priest, you cut out entirely. Please start again. Yeah, so I see that. So I see. Uh, five, four, three, two. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening are non-pencil. Get drunk and punch people! Enigmatic Otaku. Crawling in my crawl! Oh my god. <laughs> Milk. I'm back from vacation. Ravage. Let me out! Let me out! And my name is Flutter Priest. This week, wow, we're interviewing people. And people were excited to interview. Not that we're not excited to. This week we have Steel Quill. Hello. That sounded great, didn't it? I sound awful. You sound <laughs> no, fine, you're, honey. You sound great. <laughs> I have, like I said, you can tell how many times I've been interviewed by that. I have just to practice. Hello! <laughs> Yeah, no, it's me, Steel Quill, uh, Clop Rider, uh, fan of everything, Applejack, Celestia, God, you name it, I've written about them. Almost. Hell yes. For those who are tuning in for the very first time to the Barcast, let me give you a very quick rundown of what we do here. We are a 100% non-profit podcast. 100% of our profits and proceeds go to Horse Rescue Charity, but more about that later on in the middle. Uh, we are a community-driven podcast where you request the guests, uh, we politely ask the guest on, then you ask the questions, and we make them miserable for two hours. Um, you can ask questions on our threads on Fimfic and catch casts after the fact on places like iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and other places where you YouTube. digest. YouTube. Especially YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> and other podcast-related material. Um, we're streaming live on Twitch right now, and the lovely Anon Pencil is going to be watching the chat. Pencil, what are questions that we don't ask our guest? Hey. So for those of you who are new here, we don't ask our guest questions about politics, religion, or anything personal, like their social security number, their actual name, or their place of business. Uh, those of you who have already been here, you fucking know better. However, our cast is rated R-friendly, so you can ask that question. Yes, that question. You know which question. Yes. Also, hey, also, hey, Milk, did you forget to post on FinFiction that we'd started? No, I posted. I, I, I did the thing. Just asking. Also, in today we have a drinking word. 
That's correct. Today's drinking word, if you so incline, is clop. <laughs> so, you filthy fucking heathens, it's time to clop. Oh, there's one. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, like, I should feel bad. So many of them might actually drink themselves to unconsciousness, but I don't. Take sips. Good. Take sips. This is. This is not a time for regrets. And speaking right. of regrets, let's let's before we throw you to the wolves with the questions that people set up for you, let's get some basic interview questions out of the way. Let's All start right, with number you. one. Uh, let's do a basic introduction. Who are you and what do you do in the fandom? Uh, well, as, my, as we introduced, my name is Steel Quill. Uh, my contribution to the fandom is writing fan fiction. I mainly write uh, not safe for work stories, romance, erotica, so on. Uh, I've tried to dabble a little bit with safer works. Haven't really made much success there yet. So my main contribution really is romance stories. Uh, I've edited for some folks here and there, like in the background, not really a big thing of mine, but I've done a little bit of work here and there. Uh, some of my stuff has actually even made it to YouTube from readings that people were do, which I'm very grateful for. Um, that's really my main bit to the contribution to the fandom. Oh, yeah. Well, then let's back up even a little further than that. How did you get into the show, MLP? Um, gosh, that's a trip back, isn't it? Uh, that started, for me, I would say about 2012, 2013, I believe. Uh, I, was in, I was at university at the time, and a few of my friends had actually mentioned it because it was a big cultural thing at the time. I was like, wow, these there's guys who like this you know, girly kid show, and I'm like, all right, fine. I'll take a look at it. Whatever. I'm open to ideas. Why not? I'm progressive. And uh, <laughs> and I uh, I opened it up and started watching. And I was like, oh my god, this actually reminds me of the good aspects of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's actually tidbits here that we could actually apply today. And I'm like, wow, this is actually a good show. The characters are nice. Let me see the next episode. The next thing I know, I've been watched season one, and I'm up to the season finale of season two. Yep. That's where, like, I caught up and was watching from, like, week to week. And, God, what a, what a thing to, like, actually, like, really get going on was the season finale of season two. Like, oh, my God. Like, that was a banger. But uh, great, great pit from there. And I've stuck with it since then. Uh, I've watched most of the show. I would say, like, by the latter end of it, I trailed off of it. But that was just because you see enough of it sometimes some episodes you're like okay i can see what's going to happen i'm good you know not my favorite character <laughs> uh but i would say I've, I've been a solid fan of it i'm going to probably remain a fan of it uh even with the show being done i still support it it's a fan it's a fantastic show really well done so when are oh, you yeah. getting your pony tattoo uh never <laughs> no i uh no if i ever got like a tattoo i don't think i'll do ponies not not because i'm like afraid to show it but it's more of just it doesn't feel right as a sort of the thing that i would do as a tattoo i don't know i'm not much of a tattoo guy it's never been my hey, thing totally fair it's it's for all different people uh next question kind of segueing off of the um sticking around what keeps you here uh what what apart what is your favorite part of the fandom? The, is it the online community, fanfics, cons, music? What what makes this so special for you? Well, one of the main things is the writing aspect of it. That's where I got my niche in. Like I started out with fanfiction a while back, and 
like even before MLP, I was writing fan fiction for other shows and things. And it's really stuck with me since then. I try to support the writers. I try to support, you know, other people trying to branch out using fan fiction as kind of their, the way they cut, to cut their, to get their teeth cut, to use the phrase and to really start to branch out and do that. I'm trying to do that too. Excuse me. And, uh, I hope I don't do that a lot this stream. Uh, uh, but the writing is what keeps me in there. The art does too. There are still some artists who like, even though the show has done everything, they still put out fantastic art of some of the stuff. Like it still mystifies me to see how much skill and effort is put into it. And it shows so well. Um, mainly those two things really is what kind of keeps me. And I do have a community of friends who I actually got from the show. Like we all watched the show together. A lot of them don't care much for it as they used to back then but the friendships oh god it's cheesy to say it the friendships i've made from that point to present have still stayed and i hope i made twilight proud in saying that Aww. <laughs> and the community that was makes a pretty good clock too it does yeah that was way huh. too nice we're gonna grab some questions from the chat here <laughs> um Fregles is up first asking is clock your business Pretty much. Um, I mean, I don't really make much money off of Clop. I've never, like, that's something that can probably be detailed later. I don't, I haven't set up, like, commissions or anything like that. But I would say the main business for me involved in the fandom is writing Clop. It's just something that I've found a really good niche at doing. I have fun doing it. If I get really passionate about the idea, my God, I'll go on about it forever. Yeah. Sometimes I shouldn't, but... <laughs> Totally fair. Next question from Alex underscores. How big is your steel quill? Uh, 20 inches. No, God, I wish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go with, let's see. God, when's the last time I made Where's my phone? Where? Yes, <laughs> my phone. Kidding. kidding. This would Are not be the first next? time. <laughs> no, we ain't. You ain't getting. No, look, you, look, you got to sign up for my OnlyFans first, okay? And then we can talk. We can talk then. Uh, yeah. How many no. toenail clippings can you fit inside it? 500. No, I'm sorry. God. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, I'll say uh, on a good day, seven and a half. Deal. On a bad day, I'm crying in the corner. <laughs> I see. Now, is that proportional to the size of your penis, which is the next question? Wait, so what? Oh, is it proportional to the size of it? Oh, I wasn't supposed to answer about that. Ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, wow. shit. Uh, <laughs> they got me. Uh, the next question how... is... Uh, oh, God, you is... still... No, no, Priest, let the oh. man answer. It's <laughs> fine, fine. So how, actually, actually, relatively same size. Relatively same size. Let's go with that. Let's go. <laughs> deal, deal, deal. How big is your pony image folder? Um, let me see if I can answer that, because I actually have a reference folder. I have a reference folder. Yes, I do. For, like, pictures that are inspiring stories and stuff like that. Where is... I'm trying to... Bear with me for just a second. Let's see. Let's do this. I'll tell you, we'll do the... I'll do the writing inspiration folder, because that one's the most direct, like, what art sort of, like, goes with that. Actually, no, that's not fair. Let's do... I have too many folders. <laughs> you ever have that problem? Too many art folders in your oh, yeah. computer? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll take yeah. this one. Yeah, I'm, okay, uh, I'm going to say at least... I'm going to say at least two gigs worth. That's it? 
That's rookie numbers, man. I'm picky, okay? I have my tastes, and I like I have to decide what I'm willing to keep and what I'm going to look at more than once. Sure, Jan. <laughs> sure, sure, Jan. Define your taste. Define my taste. Um, let's see. How do I define my taste? I like them big. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, in in what sense do you, do you like do you, do, you, do you like BB? Are we talking? Do you want BBWs here, or do you want titties the size of your head, or you don't want like Pixar mom asses, like beasts? <laughs> big titties for the win, but not too big titties that you can't hold. Those are the best type of titties. He's, I think he's got a pretty good point there. I would say I do like BBWs. BBWs are beautiful. Oh, um, that's, my, they, that's, nice, that's nice that you knew what that was. Thank you for not oh, making absolutely. BBWs are absolutely beautiful. I love them to death. I will fight for them to the death, no doubt. Um, but I also do like, I mean, I like sort of the hourglass sort of thing. That's always really nice. Um, I'm usually, I would say my tastes are kind of vanilla, but in the same sense, I like to see someone who has, like, to borrow the phrase, meat on their bones. I don't like sticks. I don't. I just don't. I can't. There's but, nothing to work with. But then what will you shove up your anus? Okay, Sticks is an amazing band. You shut your whole mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it sounds like... I did, did the voice of God just come down and yeah. like... It me? did sound I like... It's <laughs> like, exactly I don't like Sticks. You will be smited. <laughs> you will announce no such heresy in this church of clop. Okay, Jesus. well, look. All right, look. I'll make you. I'll make you a trade off. Look, I already written about Rainbow Dash like twice. Okay, do you want me to write like a third time? Is that my hail mary? Yes. Oh no, you've already you wrote, you already wrote a fantastic story about Fluttershy, so your your sins are forgiven, my son. Oh, and you, you have like the best echo, and I know you don't mean to, and I know why you have an echo, <laughs> but it's amazing. It's really working. All right. All right, let's grab the last few standard questions and then throw you to the wolves. Um. The next question is, if there's one thing you could say to your followers or fans, what would it be? Say to my followers and fans. I had a really spiteful one, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say... Uh, they just want you for your body. They really do. God, they do. <laughs> God I do so much work into this. Like, like, man, like, you know how many salads it takes to look this good now. Your body of uh, words, that is. <laughs> No, I would the thing I would say to my fans is one, obviously, thank you for sticking with me and and enjoying my works and everything. They're they're all blessed. Um, at the same time, I love hearing comments. I know that a lot of my works usually requires both hands to be occupied, but when you're done, I would love to hear. I love hearing opinions. I love hearing critiques. I love hearing even like if someone has already said it ten times, say it an eleventh time. God, I love it. I love hearing it. I love hearing someone happy with my work. <laughs> Feed my ego. Your, your words made me splooge. Excellent. I'd, I'd take it. I would be happy. I would message him back and say, you're welcome. <laughs> please, don't, please don't take his splooge. Um, <laughs> we're going on to the last question. The most important one and the hardest one. Who is best pony? Applejack. Your... Hesitation. No hmm. hesitation. Show your work. Uh, uh, in my work, or show your work. Oh, show my work. Okay, all right. Let me just hold on. You can't hear it, but I'm cracking my knuckles here. Hold on. Uh, so we everyone every one of the characters does have their own merits. I will not deny that for even a moment. 
but because every character is beautiful in their own way and fantastic, and it's why each of them have a huge fandom. Here's my thing. Applejack shows the things that I care the most about and think uh, that I believe are the most undervalued things that people don't realize how important they are. She has a stable work. Like, she has a stable work. She's able to bring home the money and everything to help her home and her family. She cares about her family. She's not driven necessarily by some gigantic faraway goal because she's already got the goal. She's got a home. She's got stability. She's a knockout for one thing, too. My God, she's beautiful. Like, absolutely my favorite character, my favorite pony. Wish she had even more art done of her. There's already tons of art. I just want more. I can't help it. I'm greedy. Uh, <laughs> But if I had to say, like, the most, like, definite thing, when I look at AJ compared to the other ones, I'm reminded of home. I'm reminded of just there is a, a uh, sanctuary, a sort of safety and assurance that is with her that the others don't have as much. Country road. <laughs> I, I will kick you back to Fallout, I swear to God. <laughs> on Alabama. This is not at all. Don't send me to Alabama. Come on. That, that was a nice in-depth answer that I didn't expect. Nicely I have done. thought a lot about it. I can tell. <laughs> it's so sweet, I'm sick. Yay! Pretty All you had to say but was we, freckles. But we were asking you to describe AJ, not the hooker at the at the corner of your house. <laughs> you don't understand. She's done so many things for me. She's seen me through so many hard times. You don't even know. Times, eh? <laughs> even I cannot smite that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God getting horny up there. <laughs> No, I apologize for my echo. My new place has like fucking church level acoustics here. Oh no, it's it is fantastic. We're enjoying it. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're just not going to get religious, but we might just call you God the rest of the cast. And what does the gallery say? Uh, you will know me as the uh, God of Clop, the Church of Clop. That's a drink. I'll take that, it. You gave me a, like four shots. You know, <laughs> all right, I gotta say this. Ever since I misheard what we were talking about earlier about ring pops and shit, I keep imagining Flam is talking out of a pony's, like, cavernous ass for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not even it's vagina, an blankets! You're talking about, you know, uh, 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 and more specifically when you were saying uh, uh, you don't like sticks, and then Pencil said something to the effect of shove him up the ass, and that's where that imagery came through. <laughs> Thank you for that commentary. <laughs> I can't help it. Every hey, time priest. He echoes. Priest, do you just... want to get? Do you want to get to the actual like viewer questions now? Yes, but I want to request that someone listening just have like Flam's face sticking out of a pony's asshole with this big smile. It goes, "Yes, yes." Okay, the Glim Master is up first. Uh, All right. Which number one? What inspires you to write? Ah, uh, that's a that's a softball question. Um, titties. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sure they help. No, no, actually, what inspires me to write usually is a motive of a happy story, a fulfilling story, something that you could read, and by the time you finish it, you're like, you know what? That was complete. That was something. No loose ends. No. Uh, 
no feeling left out or lacking or something like that. That's always my goal with writing. And if I get like a certain pairing in mind or if I get like a story angle, I always have the end goal of I want it to be complete. I want it to be stand on its own sort of deal. With that said, though, can you write a clop with a depressing ending, however? I could have. There's been a couple that I've thought like some sort of sad ending or something like that. It can be done. But I'm not that much a fan of it because I just I prefer happy endings, and it, it kind of goes back a little bit of what I prefer I happy endings. endings. Mm. I prefer happy endings, but the and and I say that, and of course, you know, like you could argue that a sad ending can be more fulfilling than a happy ending because happy ending might cheapen the events of a story or something like that. And I get that. There's some fantastic stories out there which have sad endings, and they should stay sad because that sells the story better. That tells it better. But I feel I feel I like this is speaking to me personally, so thank you for that. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> me but, and my tear jerkers. <laughs> no, it's good. See, that's that's one of the things I have never actually done that well. I try I try to branch out on some stories. I try to do other things or present like another angle of thought or something. And but at the same time, there's some stuff that I've never done, and I know I haven't done, and I'm scared to do it because I know I'll do all of it. Like a uh, a sad like a sad ending. I've never written a sad ending. And that's not because I oppose it. It's because I don't know how to make it good. And if I don't know how to make it good, I'm not going to sit down to do it. I got I to gotta make it good. Well, I guess it sort of depends. Like, if you want to make a clop with sad ending, what's the focus going to be on the sad ending or the clop? If you're going yes. to uh, focus on the clop, it doesn't really be fitting. It's like, wow, this is amazingly written sex. I felt something more than one thing's giggity. Um and they have great chemistry together, and then one thing leads to another, and then the next, and then he's dead of pony aids and well, two centers well, later. Jerry, well, Jerry, you got to do both. Exactly. So, <laughs> however, like, if you want to make the focus of is this eventually leads to the sad ending, then the sex has its place, then it has plenty of potential. But, yeah, I do agree that you can't lead up to a beautiful sex scene that's awesome and sexy and things like that, but then suddenly, two sentences later, he's dead. Yeah, put her in your place. Pie. What are we talking about? He, he went in and then died. Well, I mean, I... I <laughs> he came and went at the same time. But, yeah. but Flam, this is literally all the comedy I write. <laughs> the the tearjerkers are also the comedy. But the, comedy, the comedy doesn't just focus on... It, it, the comedy focuses on me being fucking revolted and questioning my life, and I love it so much. Thank mm. you. Well, anyway, we should not talk about my story, so we should move... Oh, my God, that's been one question. Wait, next question. <laughs> Number two, how do you make worst pony become best pony? Um, let's see. It's actually not that hard. It's it's really not. What I usually do if I'm approaching like a particular character or something like that to write, I research them. I learn how were they in the show? Like what did they do? What are the kind of the fan interpretations of it? And then I think about like, okay, how can I make this person or this pony realistic? How can I make people like them? Make them enjoy the character want to read about the character maybe fat to the character i don't know it depends on your taste but I, I like to research them and i study them and i think of scenarios that they fit into or stuff that would really let them have their chance to shine give them like like a moment where i'm glad it's this character and not so and so that everyone was wanting or thinking at first i'm glad it was this one if that makes sense yeah no i think that's fair number three can you give us an estimate on how much clop exists on the internet? <laughs> Good luck. Too much. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, how dare you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> I'm 
I mean, the majority right. of it would have to be on fan fiction. So just look up the plot tag. That is true. Okay, got it. Um, repent. Repent. What about what? Never mind. What <laughs> that went over my head. No kid. <laughs> that went over my head. If I had to guess, oh God, I mean, I would say probably like at least in terms of cop, like is it art, words, what is it, or is it just everything? It's everything. Porn. God, probably like <sighs> ten tetrabytes. Let's go with that. How about that? Not enough. <laughs> How much is there? Did someone measure? Not enough. <clears throat> Number four. <laughs> what superpower would you like to have? Ah, uh, good question. If I had to pick, I'm only allowed to pick one. Um, honestly, I would probably go with. Telekinesis. I love the concept of doing stuff with that. Like, just being able... Because you can do a lot of different things with it. You can use it to propel yeah, yourself. Yeah, like, grope them titties from far away. Absolutely. Yes, I haven't done it yet, but... <laughs> you know, I, uh... Normally, I, I let this question go and just, just move on to the next one, but the other day, I thought, man, you know be a great superpower? Waking up feeling, like, refreshed and rested every day. That would be, God, uh, whoever gets that power, like, they're going to be the next Superman. They really are. Yeah. Number five. Did you, during your life, sit down on your chair and said to yourself, why do I like this colorful Equins? Yes, I did actually have to sit down with myself because I would think, I think it was, like I said, back, way back when I first got into the show, I was like, okay, you know, the first couple episodes, all right, that was cute. And I'm like, I'm still watching. And I kind of stopped. I was like, why, why am I, why am I still watching this? Why am I still here? And the thing that drove me with it, with the show was again, the good examples of like moral lessons, showing a moral compass for people, how to actually, how to actually be a good person for God's sake. And I felt that's kind of what made me start to like the show more and more was just that positive reinforcement. I needed that back then. Those were some rough years for me. And seeing such a positive-minded show, even if it was aimed at kids, really helped. And I think that's what makes me stick with it. Yeah, the show was like an anti-depressant for the eyes. Because I remember when I started watching it, I was not depressed, but I felt happier watching it. Mm. Yeah, I, I was just I was just drunker. I was I was just drunker watching it because That's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably the show I wasn't depressed, but I would say my outlook on life brightened definitely because of the show. I'm happy to hear with that. <clears throat> Number six. You are sitting in a bench drinking coffee and enjoying your day. However, you notice a small man. You notice that he has a long white beard, a very long red hat, is wearing a blue shirt, brown pants, and black boots. You also notice that he is looking, laughing, and pointing at you. He's about to say something to you. What do you think he is going to say? God, um, <laughs> that's one hell of a question. Um... <laughs> uh... Honestly, a guy looking like that and laughing at me, that guy is like probably one of the happiest people around. And you know what? I'd let him laugh. I would sit there and I would say, he's going to say, man, am I glad to see you? 
What if he's a wizard and he put a curse on you? Well, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> if he put a curse on me, I hope it's one that is kind of magical. I want you know what? Make it make it a curse that's like worthy of Terry Pratchett. Something that's like just completely like ridiculous and yet it's a curse. <laughs> Kafka esque. Well, oh, it's got me Kafka esque. Oh, I'm gonna just just kill me. Jeez. <laughs> Kafka. Fucking Kafka. Really? Kafka. <laughs> yeah, I know what Kafka. I think oh, you, know, you know what? I think Flam, help me! Flam, help me! I I understand. What the fuck is the matter with you? How dare you? You better go back and read yourself some HP Warcraft right now. Fucking read HP Warcraft. Franz Kafka. Just saying. I've read Kafka. I had to actually read Kafka for university. We had to actually study him and analyze him and everything. Yeah. The guy's got the guy's got some fair chops to him. Like for all the for all the memes and jokes we make about him, guy's got some chops. Oh no, yeah, I know. I've I've read him. I'm fine with him too. Just Kafka. <laughs> Goddamn. What did I mispronounce his name or something? I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> you know, know what? Something. You know what? Nothing matters. It's fine. <laughs> That's a deep smart joke. We're moving on. There Bonus is. question, is the Mathematic Lady meme the best loss we ever had in years? God damn it, did they... I just found out about this today. Like, is that actually, like, a thing? Like, someone help me here. Because, like, that got pointed out to me in, in uh, meme chat uh, that the, uh, someone had actually converted it from the original format into lost format, and it just superseded and took over the meme. And I went back and looked, and I realized, oh my god, it's actually, it's like a freaking Illuminati thing. It's like, Jesus Christ, you know? <laughs> I would say the best loss, I guess, for the sake of the meme, sure. You know, that's the best loss. <laughs> sure. sure. I, had to, I had to look it up, and it's only loss in some iterations, but some iterations are absolutely loss, and that frustrates me. Yeah, <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, we're moving now to nobody special. We got to the second person, guys. Question. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm making so long. Oh, no, I'm you're fine. fine. It's fine. This is a good cast. Okay. Question. Are them cheeks clappable or nah? <sighs> Unfortunately, no. I'm afraid they're not. You don't have them clappable cheeks? Why not? I don't. But, well, the reason, look, I stay, I actually exercise. Uh, no lie, I actually exercise a lot, and as good as my butt might look, I they're not shaped to clap. They're shaped to to stay firm and be running. Like I can't. I'm sorry. You need to get that. You need to get that pizza butt, man. You need to like work out and also eat pizza. Get get I that do, butt. We eat DiGiorno's like every other every other week. I mean, like your actual delivery of cheapskate, Jesus. Oh come on, I'm a, I'm from Kentucky, woman. I need to have some budget control. No, no, I I understand. I, I take it back. It's Kentucky. I'm sorry. I understand you would have to have your pizza delivered from like motherfucking Tennessee or something at that point. And you also so. need seven Actually, herbs and spices. Actually, can I just no, no, hey, no, hang on, no, that's a protected secret about. Look, I I can't talk about that on the stream. Okay, look, the spices. Look, if I talk about it, the colonel's gonna come back from the dead. I'm fucking dead. Okay. <laughs> Spice must but no lie. See, it's funny you mentioned because like I have to order from Tennessee. I'm actually like two blocks away from a pizza place, so. <laughs> 
in basically where you are, you got three choices when it comes to out to eat food. You've got chicken, you've got barbecue, and you've got tears. And like, I I definitely understand why you're so in shape, man. Like, I get it. It is. I mean, now I will admit, like where I live, there's a lot of fast food places and everything, but. I just a lot of there's a lot of personal decisions behind it, but I I like to stay fit. Staying exercise, I'm not trying to be preachy about it to anyone who's listening, but exercise does help with writing. My God, it helps. Lemon for intensifies. It's true. I happen to agree. I I I wrote words recently, and I've been exercising. Go figure. <laughs> Yay! Just not the last figure. two weeks because my workout schedule for moving got fucked up, and now I feel fat. I say as I eat tendies right now. Mm-hmm. Chicken tendies. Yeah. Speaking of tendies, we're going, to, we're going to Freggles. Number one, what do <laughs> anthro and humanized ponies have that ponies themselves don't have better? It's an interesting question, and I actually did think about this a little bit. Um, there, there's merits to riding feral ponies and merits to riding anthros and humanized ponies. What anthro and humanized ponies have and do better with than uh, feral ponies in like probably the most direct way is expressions and especially nonverbal expressions. I can do so much with hands and body positions and everything that is on an anthropoid or a humanized body than I can with feral. With feral, I'm I'm kind of limited. Now, I'm not saying it's impossible to do nonverbal communication. We've seen the show. My God, they have done so many different like symbolic and ways to talk without using words. Look at the Kieran, for God's sake. But I would say there's just there's more ways for me to express like emotion and language and everything with anthro and humanized characters than I can do with ferals. I'm trying to improve on that with ferals. I'm trying to. But I still do better with Anthro and Humanized that way. Okay. And come on, fucking easily grabbable titties. Let's let's no, it's not. I mean, I'm trying to be classy. (laughs) I'm trying to be classy, but God, (laughs) a pony can't stick their pinky up your asshole. No, they really can't. (laughs) Well, you say that. See, like you said, you can't stick pinky, but you can stick a pinky. Hey. The visual, the visual I just got, and it was I had no choice in the matter. The visual hey. just, just happened, and now I have to go see if it's on the internet and share it with you guys. Be right back. You're welcome. <laughs> Stick your Twinkie inside Pinky. <laughs> she would say that. So with magic, that. anything is possible. So you know what? Do you chalk that up firstly? I actually, do like this. The the Stick your Twinkie inside Pinky. Like I actually like that. Good good job, Enigma. Uh, no, I hate it. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> next, next question. Uh, are you some kind of normie? I mean, in some regards, I guess I'm a. Uh, like, do they mean in context of like the show or like the fandom or how to like how do we? Define how do we there are no it? there are no contexts to these questions. No context. Man. So you got uh, you got to do the best you can. <laughs> man, I'm doing a lot more work than this interview than I thought. Uh, uh, honestly, I am kind of a normie. I mean, some of my interests and everything, I like to read. I like to play video games, watch movies, stuff like that. I don't really do a lot of outdoor stuff. Which, to be fair, the past year hasn't really let me go outside. So, <laughs> but it, I I guess I am kind of normie. I do get a lot of. Con- 
sometimes from one of my friends who were like, man, you're such a vanilla writer. And I'm like, yeah, but it's really good vanilla. <laughs> Thank you. I it's got like... a little bit of the beans in there. A little bit of the beans, but a lot of vanilla. That's well, good I, vanilla. I can assure you that I've now seen lots and lots of pictures of Pinkie Pie in people's assholes and outside of them and people, not people, ponies inside Pinkie's asshole. So. Fair point. That's right. what you see now. I, there's and lots of it. Write down this idea for disgusting Diane. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's be per- let's be perfectly honest. Pinkie Pie anal lore is a thing, and that's all I have to say yeah, about that. Yeah. There's a lot of unfortunates out there. Yup. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Derpy Buru. I've already come across that. <laughs> well, as soon as you started saying, as soon as you said Pinky anal lore, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I remember seeing that. Okay. Well, there's there's one picture I am going to share with you assholes that you have well, interesting choice of words that you absolutely cannot share on on Twitch. Milk, you oh, cannot right. do it. You cannot do it. Is it a deal? All right, let's see it. We're we're not hot enough to be forgiven on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this. So hard. Oh, there you go. That's so, it's so weird. I can't oh, tell you. I can't tell if it's. I can't tell if it's forward or backwards. Hey, pencil. You can do pinky, and I can do rarity. How about fucking? Uh, I make you fat. <laughs> on you, I like being fat. <laughs> well, hey, look at it this way. Pinky can be Steele's new BBW. Oh, I've already done that. Like, I've done that. Like, honestly, God, how many times have I done that to her? Like, I think four <laughs> times. I've done that. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. Speaking so you're saying doing it. Yes. yes, I I have definitely written clop. I've written lots of clop. So much clop. <laughs> it's clop. It's clop time. <laughs> Get caught up on your drinks, bitches. Do you even cross boob? Yes. Yes, I do. And I can tell you right now that it because I did a story recently within the past, like in 2020. I did a story as a dedication to an artist that I follow, Slav, Slav, it's either Slav or Slav, Slav de Morto. Um, he's the one who did Ask Backy. And uh, he came up with a character who, like, it was just like the, like, it's it's a character that screamed potential at me. And I was like, oh, my God, this character needs to be written. So I did it. And they, they had fantastic crushes. It was, it, they had, like, they had a rocking pair of tits right there. I was like, my God, you got some Bojangles. You know? <laughs> some Bojangles! Okay. Hold on! <laughs> I have to write a Scootaloo story now called Bojangles Famous Chicken and Biscuits. You've done this to me now. You're welcome. <sighs> Is Bojangles oh, one of the spices? It might be. I will gladly <laughs> do a reading of that pencil. <laughs> Dramatic. Yeah, like, would I be would it would I be allowed to get the picture of that and like put that in? I don't know if you guys would want me to show yeah. that, like the character. Yeah, Let me see if I can get it. Yeah, right. very le- at very least here. Uh, really uh, would I put it in the in the chat thing the, behind the counter? The counter, you absolutely yes, you do. Okay, let me. Where did I put it? It's somewhere in here. Where's the writing inspiration folder? God, I'm, I, this might actually this might take like a half hour. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I know where I put it. Uh, and like when I looked at the character, I was just like, this character deserves to be written and even the name like i it took me a bit to work on the name but he, like it it was just there was no way i couldn't when he posted it and i was like this like he hasn't done a single thing with it since which is disappointing to me but the guy's been busy so i can't blame him 
Uh, here, here she is. Can't take a minute to load. Kentucky Airnet, bear with me. Fine. What's that? What's that done? What's that done, Priest? Her I know name, you. Her name is Impregnation Hazard. Like, oh my I God! Feel... I'm excited for this. <laughs> and Priest, I know there's something you want to say after there you this. Go. So. Yeah. So this, I, I've, I've seen this story. So this is. This is character. the. This is the character that Slave de Morto came up with, and I wrote as a story for. And <laughs> you, okay, you can look at that, and if someone asks me, like, do you cross boot? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I crushed boot. <laughs> I simp the fuck out of Becky. Please send my love. I don't know if you're like friends with them on Discord or something. Uh, unfortunately, no, I don't have that that okay. uh, thing. But I did me- when I was writing it. I did message him to say, "Hey, I want to write about this character. Is that okay with you?" And he said, "Yeah, that would actually be really awesome. Go for it." Uh, if I if I do something like that for an artist, like if I'm like if something they directly inspired, like a character they did or something. If I'm going to write about it, I always ask first. I always ask, like, are you okay if I do this? Like, I just, I have to ask. Totally fair. Backy's, when Backy did um, some Diamond Dog stuff, it directly inspired probably one of the most popular stories. But mm-hmm. anyway, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. This is about you. <laughs> RK Striker JK5 is up next. And Flam, would you like to read the questions, please? Sure thing. If my fucking shit. There we go. RK oh, Striker like from God? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like he's talking to us from the afterlife. Dude, this apartment's fucking acoustics. I don't understand it. Because even <laughs> I hear it. And I'm speed. Fucking okay. It may be better when I actually get earphones. Because I left you're them. Fine, on. Man. You're fine, man. You're good. Righty, y'all. So, RK Striker JK5 asks. What is your favorite non-MLP franchise? Mm. Question. Because there's a lot of things that, like, I'm a huge fan of. Like, I could go down probably a line of different things for, like, different Yes, If I had to pick movie, like, a movie non-MLP franchise, Godzilla. I have every Godzilla film in existence. I am a proud fanboy. I have every film. Every I've film. I've seen every film, but fuck me if I can remember them. <laughs> Do you yeah, I know. I, I... Go ahead. Do you have every film of the American Godzilla? Yes. Every one I own. I own every film, every single one. I have a copy of. I got a question for you then. You yes, know you... the three-part series that's on Netflix. Do they have that on DVD? It is not out on DVD yet. No, Netflix yeah. is really tight knit on those deals with that. Like, it's just it's going to take time before that comes okay, out. I know that's like a weird offshoot Godzilla, uh, Godzilla, whatever you want to call it, movie series, <laughs> um, miniseries. Yeah. I love it though. I love the concept behind it. It was really neat to see. I really did enjoy it. I, but I'm, I'm an easy to please fan with it. So like that for me is just kind of my thing. I see, man, I'm like, I'm so, it's already 100% approved. I'm good. I'm happy. But, uh, like that's like the movie thing for books. Um, Jim Butcher's Dresden Files series. Um, I love the shit out of that stuff. I have every one of those books so far that he's done. Uh, I have even gone so far as to buy the leather duster. The, the character main character has and gone to a con as the main character from the book series. I love it to death and I will cherish it forever. Um, oh God, like another, I'm trying to think, I did movies, I did books. If I had to pick a game franchise, um, I have been playing World of Warcraft for like forever since Burning Crusade. So, I mean, I guess that would be my kind of favorite game franchise right there, or at least one of my favorites. 
I hope that answers it. <laughs> it does. Hey, Flam, God, are, are you God? God, are you listening? Was, was talking on mute. <laughs> so, alrighty. <clears throat> I, I then do proclaim my next question. Have you ever done anything for a non-MLP franchise? Um, in terms of, like, mature sex stuff, no, I have not. Now, before I came to MLP, I did uh, writing for Tales of Symphonia under another pen name, uh, Reign of huh. the Six. I did a little bit of Naruto stuff. Uh, because it was Naruto, that was the big thing back when I was a kid. Like, that was the shit. Um, those were two of the main things I wrote for when before MLP. Say, like, presently, uh, I haven't really sought to write anything out. I'm kind of leaning, like, I kind of looking a lot at the potential of shows like Hell of a Boss, Husband Hotel, stuff like that. That stuff I kind of want to write. Hey. Is that, is that, well, I don't know if that was a good sound or not. I couldn't tell. That was approval. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the, that show looks to be so much fun and has so much potential. I had to write anything yet because so much is in the air, especially with has been. But those are shows I could easily see myself wanting to do. No doubt in my mind. Hmm. I got one for you. Shoot. Uh, do a Godzilla Batra. Domination fic. There you go. Mmm. <laughs> Honestly, that would be a little tricky just because, like... <laughs> make it a shit, dude. Make it, make it, make it a shit post. I mean... <laughs> okay, here's, okay, here's the question. Like, am I gonna make this, like, full-on fail? Am I doing, like, the Gedinka thing? Am I, like, humanizing this? You gotta, you gotta give me something. You gotta... <laughs> you wanna be tentacles, you gotta throw in Biolanti. <laughs> <laughs> That, that is a character that needs tentacles. to come back. No, no, Biolante needs to come back. She has had one movie, mm. and she deserves another. Everyone, almost everyone has had at least two films, except Biolante. True. Godzilla anal vores Mothra, and she likes it a lot. There you go. What the fuck is wrong? Do you, you guys remember that time Godzilla actually got bored by Orga? What the fuck? <laughs> no, I do remember that, and I hate it. Like, I just... Um... So, God, how about you go to the next question? <laughs> God is dead. God is dead. God died. Oh, man, I killed God. Oh, man, I killed God. <laughs> I mean, oh, if you... He killed you God Kafka, the How Kafka-esque. <laughs> oh, yes. Play him, please. Play him, please. Read your question, bitch. Yeah, I'm reading the question. So, <laughs> have you solved the riddle of steel? No, I I have no idea what that is. I remember looking and seeing that question. I have no idea what the riddle of steel is. Fair I'm sorry enough. to say. If someone, right. knows, if someone knows the answer, give the answer, but I don't. I have no idea. We're heading now to Lone Trooper. Number one, what is your most heartwarming moment at a convention? Hmm. There's been two moments. They weren't MLP conventions, unfortunately. Uh, where I am, the MLP stuff didn't really swing this way. You would think it would with this being the horse racing state, but, you know, go figure. Uh, but I would say the two heartwarming moments that I've had at a convention. Uh, one, there was a fursuiter who uh, 
had been a constant presence at the convention for a while. They were, I never got their name. It wasn't my place to ask their name. I didn't get to know them, but I recognized their costume. And they were always looking out for the kids. They were there to make sure the kids were having fun. They were kind of there as like a kind of a comfort. Well, you've seen those at conventions. Like if kids are spooked or something like that, some of the fursuit people are there to actually help out, right? And I watched it one time. There was a kid crying at, at the fountain at the uh, convention center. And the first shooter saw this. And they, they were, like, on it immediately. Like, they were there to help him out. That kid left the convention smiling, laughing, having a time of their life. And I was like, you know what? You deserve – like, that person deserves to be paid. Like, that's, that is someone who went out of their way, went straight into the role, bless them, you know? <laughs> The other, the other moment is kind of not so much heartwarming, maybe, but so much as like just hilarious fun when involved. I kind of helped instigate a three-way fight between a T-Rex, Reptar, and another dinosaur all in suits. <laughs> I love this as well. <laughs> like it was, it was, it wasn't Reptar. really. <laughs> yeah, Reptar was there. These like it was at the convention. Three different guys were all in. You know, like kind of like dinosaur suits. One was in like a green T Rex. One was a reptile suit, and one was the uh, the uh, orange orangish T Rex suit. The one that's always been like in YouTube videos, like riding on skateboard, running around cities, everything. You know the one I'm talking about. And the macaroni and cheese dinosaur. Yes, I think so. Yes. Oh my god. And Cheezosaurus. His name was Cheezosaurus. So. Yeah. I think. I think. And uh, they were they were all there and. Like, they all started, like, they, they, two of them saw each other from across the room and, like, kind of started to square up and were like, yes, 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 fine. <laughs> and then, like, as they're kind of, like, squaring up, Reptar just jumps in, like, out of nowhere, and it just starts to go down. And we're just like, oh, it's Reptar! Motherfucker, Reptar! It's <laughs> <laughs> the most hilarious thing ever. The funniest shit. And then, like, by the end, of course, we're all laughing on fun, but it was just, it was moments like that that make me want to go to cons and just have fun. Yeah, God, I wish I could have seen that. Do you, uh, <laughs> is it up on YouTube anywhere? I don't know if it was recorded on YouTube. If it was the OMG Con, uh, either I wanted it was obviously it wasn't twenty twenty. I would say either twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, one of those two years. If it if it, God, I would I don't even know if I got photos of it myself. I know I just remember watching it. I was like, this is the worst shit. Fantastic, priced, priced. Number two. Yeah. What advice would you give to people who would like to start writing their own fan fictions? And this is not just related to NLP. Hmm. People would like to start writing their own fan fictions. Write with your passions. If you're passionate about a character, either a shipping or a single character, or some particular aspect or something like that, stick with your passion. Let that drive you first. Don't worry about writing the next big, you know, like the biggest number one hit or something like that. Don't, don't think about that. Write what feels good to you and what you want to get out and stick with and enjoy it. That is probably what started for me the same way, and I encourage that wholeheartedly. I like it. Number three, what has been your favorite story that you've written? Oh, that's a hard one. You're going to make me pick up my babies. Uh, uh, my babies, my precious babies. Um... Gosh, if I had to pick one of my favorite stories I've ever written, oh, that's hard. Neighborly Seduction definitely 
is on there for that. Neighborly Seduction definitely was on that list. Um, Along with... I'm, I actually pulled up my own story list. There's so many titles. Jesus Christ. You, like, you know you've done too much when, like, you pull out the little mini thing and it just, like, it, you need to click to see more, you know? Um, this is getting more of the harder questions to answer, so I feel it like... It is. Like, Neighborly Seduction, definitely one of my favorite stories I ever wrote. Um, if I had to pick one that was more recent, uh, Buffing the Diamonds, the Spike X Rarity story I did for a contest, that one, I had a lot of fun doing that. And... I didn't expect it to take off like it did, but I'm I'm happy so many people have enjoyed it. Um, and also rediscovering the sun because I wrote a pairing that apparently no one did, and I'm shocked that no one did it. Huh. Yeah, you, you know you would think Sun Sunburst and Celestia, the two characters with involved in the sun, not one pairing. Nobody to me. That's utterly shocking to me. And I had, I had, uh, I had this. I had to dig in. I had to be the first one to do it. And you know what? I did it. I even wrote a sequel. You nailed it, or rather, you nailed them. Oh, the, there was a lot of nailing. Speaking of nailing, which bar cast member would you collaborate with to write a new story? Um, I'm not 100 percent sure because I don't know how well my style would, or if uh, if any of my stuff is particularly enjoyed by you all. Uh, obviously, you know, I, I hear that you guys appreciate my clop stuff. Thank you. Yeah, um, you could throw a rock yeah. in here and anyone you hit wrote a clop story already. That's Wait, true. Wait a second. Hey, Raph, have you written clop? Uh, yes, actually. My mother's. That's right! Your mother's thing! Yes! Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I would honestly say I'm pretty open to writing, uh, just about anything or helping to work on a story or something like that. I really would have no objections if someone came to me saying, Hey, would you help me write this or go work with me on this or like go go in or something like that? If it if it gets my attention, shoot, I'll jump in. No qual no questions asked. It's just gotta hook me. That's all it's gotta do. You should write with praised. You, you should write with praised. <laughs> I'll show you a hook. Or we should write right. about we should write about shining armor and Zakora. That is an un, an underused kind of pairing, but you know what? It's not impossible. I could definitely where, see that one happening. Where? Hold on. Where's the chemistry? How does this happen? The chemistry is in her fucking potion, good sir. <laughs> you make it sound like she date raped him. Oh God! <laughs> I've written that. I've written that. Oh yeah, my God! I would say I would say like okay, if we had to do that, like. Shining armor and Zakor, like just kind of like, oh, that almost sounds like a crack ship, but it could happen. You could make it happen. Any sort of ship can happen if you get the circumstances right. I've learned that lesson. Any sort of ship can happen if you get it right. There's no wrong um, way to fantasize. Exactly. <laughs> Even see, if, if, if the god of ponies can say it, you know, hey, come on. You're still uh, in bed, I cannot deny, <laughs> so I will let you come inside. Oh, no, so, oh. so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of coming inside, number five, what would be your favorite type of coffee and what's your favorite type of tea? Well, uh... What does that have to do with coming inside? Hold the fucking phone. What's that (laughs) to do with coming inside, Priest? What is the way to work coffee? Both of them take... All three of them take cream. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. (laughs) See, I don't just say random shit. Sometimes there's actually a segue there. (laughs) Well, I'm afraid to disappoint but I actually don't drink coffee. I actually don't drink coffee at all. Um, 
And as for favorite type of tea, well, I drink sweet tea, sweet iced tea. That's what I drink, you're, and that's you're my favorite. You're from Kentucky, of course you do. You what asked. Is, how many gallons <laughs> of sugar do you put in that tea? All of it. <laughs> the sugar. So you enjoy the hot. Just sugar. one entire bag. <laughs> the next. Are the we next. Talking? Oh, never mind. <laughs> next question gets almost a little service. Where would you like to see yourself in the next three to five years, both personally and professionally? Oh, that's a fine question. Um, in the next three to five years, personally, I'd like to see myself. Uh, I had to move in with my folks after college. I would like to be somewhere, you know, on my own, have my own living quarters. That's that's an easy expectation. Professionally, yeah. um, I would want to be making money on my writing. So far, all my writing has been done pro bono, like no pet no payment no anything mm-hmm. and i have my reasons for that i have my reasons for that but professionally speaking i would like to start being paid for my writing i i will admit to that i want the green i need it's that. the tits it's the tits man i recommend it it is it is that's really that's really about it number seven what do you believe the future holds for film fiction that's a good question yeah at the rate that I see stories popping up every day, like both safe stories and not safe for work stories, I would say that fan fiction is going to stay fairly steady in a good while. I don't know uh, necessarily a length of time to kind of guess. I would say at least several years down the line before any sort of dip starts to happen, especially if we see a successful Generation 5. Is it is it the next generation? Generation 5? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. If we see a successful Generation 5, my God, it might research and keep the thing going because you'll have all that come in. And people could still write Generation 4, like, you know, the background, the old stuff if they want to, or write the new stuff if they want to either. I still see it going pretty well. Oh, boy. New horses to make to write into sex scenarios. <laughs> yep. It's true. Maybe even new dragons, Enigma. <gasps> I didn't think of that. Why mm-hmm. would you tell him about that? Number eight, <laughs> out of everything you've done with your life, what are you most proud of that's not related to MLP? Out of everything, so let's see, so not related to MLP and what I'm proud of. Well, uh, I got to give a cursory glance to my degree on the wall over here, so I got to give that, I got to give some props for that. I'm proud of that. Um, I would say, let's see, one of the things I'm most proud of, <sighs> I'm trying to think, it's a, there was a story I did back, like, again, this is, this, this does date back before MLP. I wrote a Tales of Pony story where I redid, I redid everything. I redid the entire world of the game. I redid the technology, the characters, the setting, all of it. And I actually enjoyed it. I only stopped on it though. I got to like chapter six or seven and I stopped. Because by that point, the fandomness and everything had kind of died down. Like, I wasn't getting reviews. I wasn't getting views. I wasn't getting comments anything. And I was like, all right, maybe this is the time to stop writing this, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, it was it was demotivating. But if in a more recent example, though, um, I would say something else that I'm proud of is I did a I did NaNoWriMo this past November. Mm-hmm. And I actually succeeded in completing a novel. For the first time, from start to end, I did it, and I am damn proud of it. Very nice. 
It's not that good of a story, but I'm done proud of it. <laughs> hey, you still exercise the muscle. I did, and I'm very proud of it. It actually has helped me to do better at writing as a result. Number nine. What games, movies, TV shows, fan fictions, or books would you personally recommend to everyone right now to help pass these strange times? Oh, God. All right, let's try to go down the line. Games, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm a huge Nintendo fan. Nintendo Switch. I've got it actually sitting right next to me, cradling it in my hands, my baby. Uh, I love everything Nintendo. I've always enjoyed it, but I would say video game-wise, play some relaxing games. Play some fun games that you can enjoy. A lot of them we've seen already in culture, like Among Us, Fallout Guys. God bless Fall Guys. Like, seriously, Mm -hmm. God bless Fall Guys. That that game was like, like, it's almost like chicken soup for the soul, but with Apparently, six foot tall jumping beans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bless that show or bless that game. Movies. Um, hard to say with movies. I would say some of the Marvel films. There was a real cathartic effect with Endgame, mm-hmm. with Avengers Endgame, that I feel like that whole series, like all the movies and stuff, culminated in that, and that was fun. That was enjoyable. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what they come up with new stuff. TV shows. Um, I gotta gotta I gotta give a little Star Wars here. Like Mandalorian, I'm watching the crap out of Mandalorian. Love mm-hmm. it. Yes. Love it so much. I won't say any spoilers about it because they're still watching it. Love it to death. Um, I'm also looking forward to the TV shows from Marvel, like WandaVision, uh, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. I want my buddy cop show so bad. I, I want to see Loki. <laughs> Loki's a good one too. I'm I want to see what they do with Loki, but I gotta tell you. I want to see, I want to see Anthony Mackle and Sebastian Stan. I want to see them sass each other so bad. I want to, I want to see it. That's my whole drive. Yeah. Uh, let's see fan fictions. Uh, see, that's a bit of a pickle, but I will say this much. Um, I want to give a shout out to one of the authors who I helped have edited for and have helped like just chat and like workshop with. Sock Puppet and his works have been. A blessing. Um, getting to kind of workshop with him on Shining Armor Gets His Cockstuck in Cadence's was hilarious and mm-hmm. also just a blast. Like, like when we were doing it, or he was doing it and everything, he was kind of, we were talking about ideas and stuff. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. I said, okay, this is Shining, like, before he goes off to training. And he said, well, he's kind of in training. I said, get, his, get, his, get the military leader in there. Get the, get the military. He's like, sure. I said, Okay, I want you to think about the ridiculousness of this, and then the military shows. Up. And he's just like, "Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so good, it was so fun." And that's that's what you should do with a fan fiction. You need to read a fan fiction that's for fun. There's there's so many others I could plug in, but there's not enough time. There's really not. But I had to give a shout out to him for that. Um, books. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to keep running it along. I'm trying to go down the line. <laughs> Uh, books, personally recommend, um, well, I already said the Jim Butcher series, but if I had to pick another series of books, I'm looking at my bookshelf from here, strain my eyes, uh, there's, uh, started aging. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the ste- there's a steampunk series that I love to death by Pitt Ballantyne, um, starts off with the Janus Affair, it's a fantastic written steampunk mystery series set in the uk like in the british empire times great series 
fantastic read. But I also have other ones too. Terry Pratchett's Discworld series. If you ever need something that's a break away from reality and it's just to take your mind off of things, read Discworld. Read it. It's it's beautiful. Yes. Finally, number 10 from Lone Trooper. Would you share with us the Wi-Fi password? I can't because it's a bunch of gibberish and things that I've never memorized. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you could try, like, you know, Big Titties R Us. That might, that might get you in. <laughs> Were you just horny at the time when it asked you for a password? I was maybe in the middle of writing Neighborly Seduction, and I was like, man, Octavia looked really good in this bathing suit. Ah, password. <laughs> <laughs> now then, we are halfway through our allocated cast time. So, uh, without further ado, uh, we're going to quickly skip through our ad break. Um, so, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Barcast ad break. If you would like to support our endeavors, we don't ask you for money or anything that actually would help us. We run a money-losing machine. We're stupid. And we thought that, you know, it would be a smart idea when we first started this way, like, five years ago. Has it been five fucking years, Milk? It's like five and a half something years. I mean, yeah. Jesus. That's dead. Yes. Does, it, does this include when we ran, ran, went by another name or? Yes. But we decided back then that we're going to, we're not doing any of this for profit and we're still sticking with it. And thanks to your guys' endeavors and efforts, last year we were able to donate over $500 to Horse Rescue Charity, including help from different conventions and stuff that we help participate and help with. Um, with with your help, we can try and crack our goal for this year of 1000 But the way that, you, that we need you to do that is if you can help us out through Patreon or to, uh, you know, give us that like and subscribe on YouTube or whatever, you know, help us get some ad revenue on YouTube and check out our other shows. Um, if you would like to show uh, and help out through Twitch, there's actually a way you can do it on Twitch for free. There's a little bits button on the little send a message button in our little chat. If you do that, you can watch some ads and get free bits that you can donate in the chat. We'll read out whoever has the highest bit donation at the end of the cast. Thank you so much for everything that you guys do to help us out. And we're going to make 2021 the year of BarCast. We've already got already all new types of shows coming out. You can check out Command Night, in which you've got Magic the Gathering content. You can check out uh, Redacted, which is our new SCP reading show, and many more editions of The Screaming Closet and other great content. So please give us a like and subscribe. Add us on, on Spotify, stuff like that. Consider donating some bits and continue consider helping out the barcast this year in 2021. Fuck, did I not make a single dick joke? Milk, say something about dicks. I like penis. Ad over. Yay. We did it. We did an ad. Apparently, apparently Milk likes penis. I'm I'm so proud and ashamed of you. It's it's, deba oh, it's debatable. You know, I mean we're we're waiting for God to say as well, so. Uh God went to the bathroom. Uh, well, then I guess I'm gay. Is that why it rains outside? Don't drink it. Don't drink it for love of That's Jesus somebody's Christ. fetish. That's somebody's fetish. That's now, up next is our good friend, the the uh, smart person, Arconics, who uses the big words. It's time for Enigma to read questions. Yeah! 
<laughs> Three questions! Fine, but if someone comes in here, I'm gonna have to mute myself. It's not dirty, Enigma. It's just weird. No, Good luck. No, no, no. Not because it's dirty, but because, you know, I don't want, you know, the sound of child to ruin everything. No, let the child ruin everything. Go for it, man. What is your favorite pub? I am quite personally fond of the old 13th Cheshire Arsley, Astley Volunteer Rifleman Corps Inn in Stalin Bridge on Astley Street in Cheshire. Whoa. I'm told that... Stop! Oh, no. You have to start at the beginning. There's lots more questions before that. It's all of our Conix's questions, Enigma. All of them. <sighs> That's fine. It's more fun if I come after, if I come after some real questions. Nice guys and all that. You're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him, Shia LaBeouf. What do... God, I love that song. That's the most hilarious song I've ever heard. If I saw Shia LaBeouf, I'd probably first thank him my childhood, because watching Even Stevens and watching him as a kid, <laughs> great show, loved it to death. Um, you gotta admit, like, for all the faults and everything he might have, he owned that whole Shia LaBeouf, like, murder song thing. Like, he owned that. Like, <laughs> he never once objected. And it's just like, Wow, that's great. He really likes it. And it's like, why isn't he objecting to being a murderer? <laughs> Is sincere affections a kink or a foible? I have to ask what a foible is. Yeah, foil. Oh. Uh, oh. What's a foible? So, so, it's, so it's a foil, but okay. I just. No, <laughs> I, I screwed up for a second there. She's right. Okay, well, I'd, I'd have never heard of the word foible. I'm sorry, before. Foible means a flaw. Oh, flaw. Okay. Um, I would say, in some ways, it's almost a kink because, let, let's put it this way. If someone, like, you have a lot of sexual interest and everything, and you can you can tell sometimes in settings, like, you're watching, uh, uh, like, an animation or something, or you're uh, reading a story, yeah, they put up sexual tension and everything. And they're going at it, and of course it's raunchy and everything. But then there's affection, and it, like it almost makes every, it does kind of stop the action in a way. But at the same time, it's like, oh shit, this is actually real. Like you actually, like they actually give a shit, and that really resonates with some folks. Like um, I'm trying to think of an example for me, uh, the Spike and Fluttershy story that I did. Right, that story was full of raunchiness, but there's moments where they stop. And they like they have that moment of like actually caring for one another, and it just it just really brings it in. Like really, I felt like it really helped to sell and drive the sex that came along because they actually want to do good for the other. They actually want the other to feel good, to feel wanted, to feel loved, and that really matters. It's a kink, but it's like an emotional kink. Yay. <laughs> What was your general feelings of the reception towards Why We Forget? Have you considered writing more horror since? God, Why We Forget, that was my first attempt at really trying to do a horror thing for MLP. And I took it on as a challenge of like, what would be scary for MLP? And I'm like, okay, let me discount all the murderer pinky stories. And let me discount the rainbow factory stories. And let me get rid of just the stuff that's been like 
done to death. Like I want to do something that could stand out. And I was like, let me take a concept and try to make it scary. And I took that concept of forgetfulness. Like, why do you forget things? Why does something that you're thinking about and suddenly it's gone? It's like, you know, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's like, but why did you forget? What made you forget? And I kind of ran with that. And I kind of wish that more people had been into it. There was positive reception. People liked it. It was okay. It didn't really get a lot of attention. But I feel like that's partially because my audience is expecting fun, which is fair. If I had written that maybe on a separate account, it might have done better. I don't know. Um, but I'm happy that the people who did read it did enjoy it, like that they got something out of it, and that's what I was hoping for. It's a, it's a minor success, but still a success. Um, have I considered writing more? I haven't, only just because nothing else has really come to mind of something spooky to really write yet. Just make the sequel while we remember now, <laughs> what is your favorite pub? I am quite personally fond of the old 13th Cheshire Astley Volunteer Rifleman Corps Inn in Staybridge on Astley in Cheshire. I'm told that there's a rather nice place called the Shepherd and Dog somewhere down near south near Falking Hill. But then there's the Bucket of Blood in Cornwall, past, just past Beer. Getting there would require traveling through Golden Balls and Cocking, but before that... I'd have to cross Ticklecock Bridge, which I'm far too close to Witzwizzle for my taste. Wigwitzle. And I only <laughs> end up at Witzhead any, anyway. What is Still, it? Better, than see, better than seething, I suppose. To be honest, I'd rather much spend some time up in Devil's Arse, which is just around, just across the sound, near Bell and in Ban Yi Bing. Oh, Christ, I see what he's... But that's completely off track. You were talking about pubs. I, I hear there's a rather nice pub in a village in the south, north of Wales. Just pop on the train to Roger Moore and make sure to get off at... You can do it. I believe in you. Lanfair, Puig, Whittling, Gorgon, Dorban, and Slancilio, Go, 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 Chuck. That's not bad. That's not bad. Good job, Nick. I have absolutely no way to know how to answer that. I mean, it's like a joke or meme question. Get this guy a Tom Tom. We literally do it just to make Enigma uncomfortable because he has trouble reading like weird (laughs) and big words, and so we force him to do that one. And Arconics writes them specifically for Enigma to read. I feel like I feel like fucking Welsh town though. I still am reminded about that weatherman who said it just fucking right. He knows he did, and we all know he drowned in pussy afterwards. Oh yeah, man. I feel like the whole thing should have been read with an accent, though. Oh, no, Enigma can't do accents. He's physically not allowed. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% Welsh. Oh. Well, okay, oh, well, okay, never mind. I, I had Torbjorn. Let, let's move along. Before so, okay, Enigma was the last question in that section. Okay, well, what's the accent of this place? What is this place? Welsh? What do you mean? What? What is a Welsh accent? It's Welsh. What? What? Oh. Okay, for a second there, I, I was going to sound like the chef from Muppets. <laughs> Swedish chef? His name is Swedish chef, like... I know. <laughs> uh, you don't have to read it. You don't have to read it, it's okay. Just read Just read the last question like a normal human, please. <laughs> Do you like chips? 
<laughs> yes, I like chip. Like potato chips. Yeah, I don't know if there's like some secret connotation. Well, if he's in, no, if he's in England when he's asking to you like chips, oh, fr- like fries. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. I I know the difference between a cookie and a biscuit and chips and chips. Yep. Fucking well, British. It's crisps. Quote, unquote, it's crisps and chips. And British quote unquote people be like this website uses my this website uses biscuits to to monitor the user experience. <laughs> I'm so upset that you said that. Um, priesty, priesty pie, my dear, are you back? I'm assuming he's not back. That means I will do questions from Muggany. Hey, Muggany's questions. Are you ready, Steelquill? Yes, go for him. How do you day? I do day good. Is day how good? Day is very good unless day very bad, but day usually good. How do you day good is? I would say day good is done usually with a shower in the morning, a good round of video games before work, a nice day of work, come home to a warm supper. Or how you might be good is day, are you how? The fuck? <laughs> I feel uh, like I'm listening to a transcript in an SCP log. <laughs> you might good, good day or how you might be good is day, are you how? I... <laughs> I was able to do each of those until that one, because that throws like four different like lines into one. I know! Uh, that's tricky. Uh, good day or how you might be good is day. I think, okay, I'm going to say that, like, today, for instance, was a good day. So I think that answers that question. <laughs> mm, yes, indeed. I also am as far as even decided. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the floor is made of <laughs> Uh, how your How your day? Uh, today was good. Actually, in sincerity, uh, I actually got praised by my bosses at work and uh, had a lot of happy patrons where I work. Um, for for reference, uh, my present job is actually at a library. I help people at the library, and I'm doing a really good job there. So I'm happy. What and are you gay? No, no, the last question is not that. Uh, <laughs> Mugany's last question is, how's my grammar? Fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Bad or good, just frightening. Fan uh, fucking tastic. Hey, hey, Priesty Pie, are you back? If you're if you're back, you might be muted, so we can't hear you. No, I'm back. Yay! Welcome back. <laughs> Bendy's up next. Yeah. Ah, Bendy, I remember Bendy. Number one: Does a human having babies with alicorns results in space marine like humans? Honestly, it probably could happen that way because you're dealing with a lot of magical potential in an alicorn and the, like, literal genetic manipulability of a human. You could get a super, like, a super baby, you know, like, superhuman. I don't know how well that's going to come out. <laughs> or, or you produce some horrible abomination. with Riddle, or, you know, Yeah, you know. Riddle I mean, with magical tumors. It's a genetic buckshot, really. <laughs> up next. You can do it. Do normal ponies from Friendship is Magic, based off show, have superior answers to anthroponies? <sighs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to throw a bone to the feral crowd here. I'm going to say 
yes, they have superior asses, and but the reason being, you could not have impressive anthrobots without and an origin point of good feral butts. So I got to give that to the feral crap. Up next, who is best big pony? Big pony, not bony thin little ponies. Uh, examples of big ponies include Celestia, Luna, and Troubleshoes. Celestia, done. Yes. Like, not even not a doubt. Correctly. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, like, and I'm sorry to, there's a friend of mine who might be listening or somebody later on, to uh, a friend of mine on Fem Fiction Discord, uh, Sledge, who is a super, I'm sorry, but my heart belongs to the sun. What do you think of stories that contain macro themes? Well, I have nothing against them. I don't quite understand how to make them necessarily. Like, if I was asked to write it, I really really wouldn't know how to make it really work outside of first Pony's normal, then Pony got big. Big is sexy. You know, something like that. But I've seen, like, Bendy, I think it's Bendy. Uh, Is it Bendy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Bendy is no, I know Bendy for writing macro stories. And I actually, back in the day, I used to have to compete with Bendy for spots in the feature box. Because he, <laughs> really good features. He, would, he would write good stories. He would actually write good little macro stories. And I was like, damn, how am I going to compete with that? <laughs> so, I mean, I, you know what? I got nothing wrong with them. I think, you know, everyone's got a thing. And, you know, if that's your thing, go for it. You know, I've noticed that all almost all macro stories, the giant one is usually the female. It's it's the butt, man. Like, look, you can't go wrong with the big butt. And making it bigger is just that much more better. It's the booty. I mean, and then you got the couchevore, so. <laughs> See, and then you had to go and ruin it. I'm just appreciating the butt from afar, <laughs> man. Come on. <laughs> I'm just taking it to that next level, you know. <laughs> oh. Speaking of asses. Don't insult Flam, who currently lives in a mare's ass. <laughs> God. We'll get you out of there eventually, don't worry. Next question. Is it heresy for any pony to have a larger rump than Princess Celestia? Absolutely, 100%. You, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's sacred. It's a sacred rule. Sorry. No one I've ever written, no one has a bigger butt than her. It's, it's, it's just, it's law. You know, I just had a thought. Hmm. Is the reason why Celestia's butt the largest and best of butts? You gotta wonder what she did to Cadence, because I mean, it's like it goes just down. <laughs> There's a reason she was so successful with diplomacy. <laughs> I mean, look, look, diplomatic stuff has done a lot of ways. Which actually, I want to—I almost want to plug a guy in another one who's writing a story literally about that. Please, literally please diplomacy. don't. Please don't plug a guy live on air, Jesus. Like. Isn't that slang for shooting someone? In, at least in my area. Uh, no. No, I don't want to do that to him. No. It's just no, this but straight kind of Tony Lazuto says hello situation. <laughs> no, I just, I'm kidding. No, the uh, no, I would say like like some some can you know compete with Celestia, but I'm sorry, Celestia always wins. I'm sorry. No. A- anyway, more ask questions. <laughs> yeah. Can the world's can the world's strongest man lift Princess Celestia? You know what? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes because well, I mean, he's the world's strongest man. But there's a lot of those like deadlifters, powerlifters. They lift massive amounts of weight. 
And it's just like, Jesus Christ, how did you do that? So they could probably take on Princess Celestia. I always kind of want to see those guys fight a gorilla. <laughs> gorilla would probably win. Yeah. You would see a man die is what you would see. <laughs> That's what we would True. See. <laughs> Up next are questions from Erebus Cantillion. Number one. What are your two choices, ponies or other creatures, you would have face sit on top of your face? Oh, Erebus. <laughs> Erebus is actually one of the guys I go to for editing and pre-reading, so I'm not surprised. Fantastic! That's what <laughs> you want. Su- yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, let's see. What are my two choices, ponies or other creatures, you would have face sit on top of your face? Um... Okay, uh, God. Um, you know what? I gotta lean into, like, the, the Fur Affinity Anthro stuff some, because I, I, I'm i trying to branch into that some, too. Um, a good anthropomorphic bovine? Mmm. Italian hand gesture right there. Uh, perfect. Uh, and I would say uh, a fox. Fox, like Kitsune, that sort of thing. Because that's one of my favorite fantasy creatures and everything, and I actually have a couple of characters that I own personally who are those types, and I'm like, yes, I would, yes, please use my face as a throne. <laughs> if you chose a slime, you would drown. Absolutely. You had me at shoot your goo in the moo. <laughs> Moving on to number two. What two ponies or creatures would you not want to have face it on you? Um... <laughs> That's an easier one to answer. Um, honestly, I know if I say that, like half the fandom would call for my blood. I don't think I can say that. <laughs> uh, I would say probably one thing that I would not want to face at me would probably be probably any of the like sort of like alien creature sort of thing. Like, like I'm talking like alien as in like like Ridley Scott alien because I saw a resurgence of the, a lot of that recently of just like people making alien characters. I was like, I don't want anything. Just no, just, just no. You don't want <laughs> yeah, that's a goose splashing on your face. So or what you're saying, anything of me. what you're saying is you love thing pony. Mm, please don't. <laughs> I, like <living. laughs> I like living. Please. We're going to uh, talk about thing pony later. Don't even worry. Oh, great. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, I have to pick another one. Um, if, okay, I need to pick a pony that would I wouldn't want to face with me. Um, oh, that's hard. Um, Aaron. I can't think of another one because there's too many of a broad thing. I'll tell you what. Any male? How about that? No males. Deal. No dicks. There we go. No dicks. No dicks allowed. Absolutely not. Except mine. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. How muscular for thick ponies, fit ponies, not thick ponies, that. How muscular is too muscular? So it's like, I would assume like, like feral or just in general? Muscular pone in any form, I'd say. I, I, I think we're talking like bulk biceps. Well, bulk biceps, like his design, he, he's, he, that's kind of like a comedy and visual format sort of thing. So like it works for him, but it's not physically appealing. You would say? I think I could say that. He has to be roiding. He has to be. He has to be doing something. But 
I would say that like you could have fitness and everything. Like you want some, I say some tone, some a little muscle tone is good. Like to show you care about your health, you know, to show you're trying to do something. I don't need to see someone with like an eight pack bulging muscles at every possible angle sort of thing. I've seen some shit. D- DeviantArt has like just broken my spirit on occasion. So you <laughs> don't like pulsing neck veins? Please don't. Like that's just, ugh. Just, I can't. Ugh. I need, I need someone to have like a body that, a body that's re- that's got some realisticness to it. If it's if it's literally like hyper muscle or something like that, I'm I'm out. Like I, I can't do it. No way. Number four. When asterisk your ponies shop for clothing, do they talk with each other on how to impress Colts and Anons, or is it just the fashion of the area? <laughs> I like how it's mine. <laughs> My ponies. <laughs> I would say, honestly, if they, like if they were all shopping here, like if I had to pick like four characters like that I've written in the past or something like that, I I couldn't even pick a random four. Honestly, there's too many. They would probably be talking mostly about the fashion of the area and maybe like their significant other, because I usually have them paired off with a significant other. Uh, what they might think of that outfit or this outfit or like suggesting something for the other to try on. Or something to that effect. Cool. Up next is Alex underscore, who is kicking us off with a how does this make you feel picture. So, posting behind the counter here, here is your picture. How does it make you feel? Let's have a look here. What in the goddamn? (laughs) What in the, what in the Texas hell? (laughs) Um... She better have washed those feet, firstly, first and foremost. Here's here's what I, here's what I'll say. She she got the booty. I'll give you that. She got the booty. She got the booty though. She got the booty. But I ain't about to get in those soles. Those are here's my problem. Those ain't female feet. That's a man's foot. <laughs> I can She's tell got... you right now. I've seen feet. I've had to deal with people with feet. Those ain't female feet. All right, Al Bundy. <laughs> so she got soul, but you ain't a soldier. Got it. Yeah, there, you know what? There you uh, go. Uh, <laughs> number one, how was Christmas? My Christmas was actually pretty good. Uh, it was kind of smaller this year. Makes sense for 2020. I didn't ask for anything expensive this year. I really didn't want anything expensive this year. Uh, honestly, the most expensive thing I think I re- I got was some new clothes, uh, these headphones that I'm wearing, and some Switch games that I wanted for Christmas. That's really about it. These caddy headphones you're wearing? Yeah, the Turtle Beach headphones, yeah. Yes. Number two, what are your New Year's resolutions? Um, I think my New Year's resolutions were to continue my exercise and health routine to stay like to stay fit to keep my health going pretty well that was one thing which i'm still doing pretty well with that um and to continue writing and to branch out into territory outside of mlp not abandoning mlp by any means i'm not leaving it in any part anytime soon but to 
expand my horizons beyond it. Hey, I wish you best of luck. Do do your best. Fin fiction is a seductive mistress. It is. I mean, it's a comfort zone for me, kind of, in a way. Like, I'm I'm so used to having that range of like, oh, man, I've got all these followers. Half of them are like dead robots now. But I I do enjoy having that just awareness of if I write this, I know for sure there's people who read it versus the open world of, God, I hope at least one person clicks this, you know? Like, I'm actually trying to... Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, please, go ahead. I I don't want to cut you off. Yours fine. I was, like, one thing I'm trying to do, kind of in that regard, uh, on for Affinity, I actually have been working on putting together kind of a cast of characters and things that I might set up for, like, commissions and stuff in the future to write. I'll still probably write some erotica things. If I'm good at something, I'm going to keep doing it. But I wanted to branch out and write things that are outside of just MLP. You can't, I don't want to burn out on MLP. I want to be able to write other things. And writing other anthropomorphic characters, which I've got like, there's a, a, a Lowland Ninetales sort of character. There's, I've got a Moth Girl. I have a Bovine. I have just, I could go on and on. I'm not gonna because it's not focused on this interview, but <laughs> right. the point being that I want to branch out and write, you know, other stuff. I'll still gladly write erotica and things, but I do want to not just make it all MLP. I want to write other stuff. Can do it. I didn't you hear can that. Can do it. You can oh. do it. That's oh, what I said. I, I sure hope I can. <laughs> it sounded like you were saying it on a train while I was leaving. Yeah, sure, that's like, that's that's what it was. That's <laughs> that's fine. Hey, priest, we got questions from Tetan. Tetan's up next. Number one, what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy, but it's just so good? Mm, something good. You know, if it, you're not going to believe me if I if I say if it's not a KFC related answer. <laughs> I mean, I you said like cornbread. I believe you too. No, actually, not cornbread. Uh, favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy but so delicious. Um, God, what do I just straight out pick out on? You know what? No lie. I straight up pig out on if someone brought me a bag of red lobster biscuits, I would be murdering those biscuits. <laughs> I've been there. I love those to death. I also love to death um, the chicken tenders from Popeye's. Popeye's. I love that stuff. I also have to run my ass off afterwards because of it, but... <laughs> And he ran, he ran yeah, so far away. <laughs> Number Run two. while crying and eating. What is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? <sighs> Honestly, the weirdest fear. Okay, yeah, no, this is a legit one. The weird, probably one of the weirdest fears I have. I am horribly bothered by wasps. Okay. Not because wasps, like, the, the look of them bothers me or anything like that. It's because... Uh, my dad has an allergy to wasps. If he gets stung, he needs to go to the hospital to be treated for. I have no idea if I have that same allergy or not. I don't want to find out. I've never been stung. I don't want to find out. You are not the first person on this cast to mention wasps as their worst fear, so you are in good company. Should we oh, get right. the context? 
Uh, yeah. Fastest context yeah. possible, if you like. Uh, we had a person, we asked, what's your weirdest fear? And they said, being, uh, they said coffin wasps. And we said, what the fuck is coffin wasps? And they explained a scenario in which they are locked in a coffin and wasps are fed down a tube. And it's a breathing tube, it's a food tube, it's, but, but they just, they put wasps into the coffin. You never know if the wasps are coming or if it's going to be food or water, and that's just what they do. And I've had repeated nightmares about this, and it still haunts me to this day. Coffin wasps. Hire that person to write the next Saul film. Yes. Coffin wasps. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Number three, why is bagged milk the best milk? I am afraid I cannot answer that because I don't do bagged milk. I do mine from the carton. Fucking Canadians. But you can't grow <laughs> cartons. I mean, you can, but... Fucking Canadians, okay? Sorry, I'm over here in Kentucky. I'm afraid we only have cartons, but... Yeah. We, we, grow, we grow that milk here, okay? And then we go and get it. That was an actual yeah. accent. That was an actual yeah. accent you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now then, what is your one annoying habit? Something other people do that drive you up the wall or something you do that annoys other people? Um, <laughs> probably the annoying habit I have is that... No matter what I try to do to mitigate it, I'm a loud eater. When I'm eating food, no matter if I'm trying to chew with my clothes, cover my mouth, anything like that, I'm loud. I've tried to fix it. I can't fix it. And people have literally looked at me and been like, why do you chew so loud? I'm like, because the food is so good. <laughs> I, I bet you would make a killing in chewing ASMR. Oh, I don't even want to know. I don't want to deal with the people who do that. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even want to think about that. Because then I have to, like, I, like, if someone recognizes me in a restaurant, they're going to lean in my ear and be like, yes, chew it. Chew it good for me. <laughs> and, and, and today, today, folks, I'm going to be eating a Rice Krispie treat. <laughs> Number five. What is the theme song for your sex life? Uh... I can't answer that, I'm afraid. <laughs> Reason being, I don't have a sex life right now, so there you go. <laughs> there thing. you go. So what song would you pick? Um, oh, God. I'm, it ain't me. It ain't me. <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> All by myself, me, myself, and I, sound of silence. Get on our hey, I got it. bad Wait, world. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. Pink's You and Your Hand Tonight. Hey, I love you so much for, like, that deep cut. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> Number six, do you watch anime by chance? I do. What are your favorites? Um, I've watched a few different ones. One of my, like, does it does it include movies or is it just the TV series? I think uh, it's kind of both. Kind of both. I mean... Movie-wise, I haven't watched many anime movies. I've watched a lot of Miyazaki's films. They're classics nice. and hallmarks. They're fantastic yes. films. Um, there's a couple other ones, too, like Summer Wars. I love that one. That was a great film. Uh, it, was, it was the Digimon movie. It was Digimon movie, but without Digimon. It was it it, it, it sold me on it. I was it, like, it, oh, it, yeah, lacked the, it lacked the Digi-Rap, therefore it was inferior. That's fair. That's fair. The Digi-Rap is pretty badass. Um... Now, for TV series, uh, one of my favorites from back in the day was 
I, I don't know if I pronounced it right. It was called, it was, it was Escriad or Scryed. I don't know if it's whichever oh, one it is. Yes, it is Escriad, yes. Oh, God, I love that series. That was, that was my shit. Yeah, the theme kind of was amazing. The theme was amazing. I love the characters. I love the action scenes. Great show. Fantastic show. Um, I also, like, for the sort of slice of life, uh, comedy sort of thing, uh, and romance, Clamad, um, that show, I cried. I have a man enough to admit that I cried for that show. You're not the uh, only one, dude. There are so many people that that anime has just broken. And it's that it has. specifically. If you've ever watched any of its partners, there's Air, which is the one that my little sister found, which got her into Clannad. And then I found uh, Canon after that. Canon's mm-hmm. my favorite of the, of the three. And I cried at that one, too. <laughs> yep. Um, I also got to give a shout out for uh, One Punch Man. That was hilarious fun. I love that show so much. I can't wait for season three to come out. I'm going to watch the shit out of it. Um, if I had to pick one for, like, the pervy side of me, uh, Sekirei, mm. I... God, to be that man. God. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm even disappointed in myself because I actually used to own the box set that was, like, the complete thing of that. And I got it cheap, and now it's, like, stupid expensive. I'm like, oh, there's no way to get that now. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> um, trying to think of any other big ones. Oh, um, oh, shit. Uh, there was one more. I've got to find it. Hang on. It's, uh, I, if you hear me typing, frenet, fanat. Describe uh, it. Describe it where you search for it. Um, Okay. Uh, it's an anime about like the the it's only it's only like twelve or thirteen episodes long, and like ten of those are on a train, and it's like between two rival gangs, and one gang is like oh. a group of immortals. Bakano. Yes, Bakano. Yeah. I love that shit. That aesthetic, the music, the characters, love it. Mm. I really wish it was still going. I wish it had like another season. Beautiful show. Beautiful show. Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty good. Number seven. How big is your porn stash? I can answer that. Hold on. I can actually answer that properly. Hang on. <laughs> we we want a proper answer, damn it. I, I I am. Just hang on. I gotta let the guy get you're asking a Kentuckian to count. Okay, you're gonna need some patience. Fair, fair, fair. You use a computer. Okay. And by that I mean yeah, I'm letting the computer edit up. Hang on, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh three point six four gigabytes. Milk, what's the verdict? Milk, what's the verdict? Still rookie numbers, gotta be higher. (laughs) I I can't believe you're... I'm sitting on like 50 gigs, so to be fair. Jesus Christ! My question... Oh, mine's bigger. Um, (laughs) My question would be, three gigabytes of images, just images, is a lot of fucking files. Oh yeah, no, there's no real videos, it's all images. Ah, that makes it better. I can't believe you're downloading it. <laughs> well, okay, in my defense, like, when the whole thing, like, with Christmas, like, around Christmas, I remember, like, the, the thing that happened in Nashville, in Tennessee, like, it, like someone blew up an RPG. We're not gonna yeah. talk about oh, right, that! Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Anyway, what I'm, the point I was trying to make about it is that if the internet ever, if my internet ever goes out, I've got a fallback. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's what I think, like, 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 that's, like, my thing... Not even just for for private time. Like if I'm stuck on writing, if I'm trying to figure out something, I'll go through that. I'll go through all that stuff. 
Just sometimes make a scrapbook of got... all your porn for the apocalypse. Basically, that's sometimes what it feels like. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta let the kids out at Mattress Plus. Don't think about it. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> let the kids out at Mattress Plus. Can I, priest? Sock Puppet is up next. What are the challenges and benefits for Anthro versus Humanized versus Feral Clop Riding? Um, did I a little bit ago? I don't, it's kind of similar. Um, okay, so, oh god, it's all three sections. Um, the benefits, I would say for each one, for Anthro, Anthro and Humanized lets me, um, again, have more range of expression. I have different limbs. I have, like, hands, fingers, uh, different genitalia, different, uh, private stuff, everything. You know, tits, yay, tits. Um, and then for ferals, at the same time, it does let me expand upon some of the aspects of them that we emphasize with artwork and uh, animations and everything, and that's their advantages. But disadvantages, um, there is a lot more work that goes into making a good anthro and humanized story because I have to keep in mind a realism. Like, can a body actually do that? Like, <laughs> like a certain sex position or something. They're like, can it actually do that? I don't know if it can. <laughs> I can't mimic it either or act it out, so maybe not. <laughs> and then with Feral, yeah, no, well, I'm only so flexible, you know. I <laughs> but uh, with uh, Feral, uh, the 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 challenge with that a lot of the time is usually trying to make sure that I don't uh, I don't make I don't let it get stale because like again, you can only describe so much, you can only do so much in one action one position before it's like okay are you done yet you know kind of deal so in and out. yeah so sometimes like if i'm like the last time that referral um i made sure to change it up i made sure to kind of like it's not just the you know wham bam thank you ma'am i make sure that like you know the female partner gets some attention male partner gets some attention like like do stuff that changes it up and makes it more enticing and en enjoyable when it gets to the end You alive? I'm alive. I'm here. I was just trying to make sure that I, I I've been bad at interrupting people, so I didn't <laughs> want to interrupt again. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Final question. Uh, final post of the night. Fifteen no, minutes sure. left. We got this. First three questions. Number one: What's it like to write? Any tips, tricks, or things you wish you knew when you started? If I had to put a general description of what it's like to write, it's, I feel like, actually, no, there is kind of a metaphor for me. for this. I try to do what artists can do in an instant with a picture. I try to do through a story. I try to, because you can look at a picture and you can see so much to react to it, like all the little details, all the aspects and emotions of it. I try to flesh that out at the same time. If in a longer way with words. Mm -hmm. Can I interject just one quick second here? Yeah. Do you go through your image files, just look at images, and just play through story scenarios in your head just for the hell of it? Yes, I, I do. do. All fucking time. I have thousands uh, of images that I just do that to. I, do that too. I have a I have a whole folder dedicated to write. It says it's literally labeled writing inspiration. I look and I'll be like, okay, this is a character. Like, you know, this is something that it 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 has a story. Like, there's a story in this picture that could be right. told. Well, right, and 
but I mean, like, I, I don't have a dedicated folder for that because I'm an art whore, but like you ever just sit there and you'll stare at an image for hours and hours and hours and this entire story scenario will play through your head and then you stop and you're like, I need to write this down. Shit, where did that start at? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've had that a couple times. I have I have an image like that that I'm going to write a story for someday. Oh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> no, it's oh, just Jesus. It. <laughs> oh, I, things I wish I knew when I started. Um trying to think what sort of like tips tricks or things you knew when you started um have an editor have an editor have someone for your work and make sure it's good because doing it solo for a time i did all right but it wasn't my best work that i could have done number two if you were given 33 drinks of your choice every week would you give 90 the admin of film fiction a place to stay at or near your home. I mean, I've never actually spoken to Nighty, so I can't, I can't say I know much of anything about him or any sort of make a judgment call on that. I would gladly give him maybe a place near my home if he needed a place. You know, I'm I'm neighborly. We're we're friendly Southerners here. We're friendly. We're neighborly. Here, here you go, uh, Nighty. Here's a cardboard box just down the road. You can. <laughs> I mean, 33 drinks for me of my choice every week. That's going to be like sweet tea, Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, you know. Just <laughs> and number three, are you familiar with the OC thing pony? Um, I'm not entirely. I tried to look it up when it was mentioned before, but I, it was too broad of a thing I think I searched for. Pencil, would you like... I would love to, unless somebody else already has, like, the command ready to go. Because I always forget if it's Thingpone or Thingpony. Uh, it's exclamation mark Thingpone. Uh, yeah. It is Thingpone, not Thingpony. Jesus H. Christ. Well, I mean, you're aware of John Carpenter's The Thing, are you not? Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is her. You know what? I respect it. There's, I just want to see if there was other images. Nope, there's just that one. I have, I have lots more, but Thin no. Pony is is a creature, and th there's lots of like images of her and whatnot. And she's here, here, here. Have 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 another have another okay. image. I have I'm, starting to, I'm starting to comprehend here. Would you <laughs> would you hug Thin Pony? Would you kiss them goodnight? Tell them every little thing's going to be all right, and fuck the shit out of her. <laughs> Okay, in that order. Um, hug, you know what? If they're if they're opponent, they gotta have some peacefulness to them, so sure, why not hug them? Kiss them goodnight. Maybe if like if that relationship's working or if I'm like their adopted dad or something, I guess, maybe. Tell them every little thing's gonna be alright. Well, I mean, you know what, I would be a friend. I would be I would care. You know, like if they were feeling down or something like that, I'd be supportive. I would treat them like a fair individual. Not sticking my dick into them. <laughs> but she's got so many holes. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. But but think about it. She can have any type of hole you can want, ever want or think of. Oh, that's my favorite comic enigma. That's my favorite I'm, thing, Pony I, Comic. I, I, I love I, it you know so what? much. I can I can appreciate, you know, the whole thing of like I could be anything you want. Like not even the changing thing. Like I could literally be anything you want. I'm like, that's great. 
where does the murder come into play? Because I'm gonna die. <laughs> oh, that's that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> also, if you stick your peener in there, wouldn't that affect you as well? Yeah. <laughs> not not necessarily, but I don't I don't need a I don't need a transmogrified penis. I <laughs> now to close things out. Jammer has shared two of their favorite Vylon questions that we've asked on the show before. Pencil, would you like to ask them? Do, this, do I get to do the song? Yes, you do get to do the song. So how, so how does this work? These are questions I answer, and I just... <laughs> it's good luck. These, these, are, okay. these are good luck questions. <laughs> One second. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Vylon! <laughs> Number one. You are on a bus, and the seat next to you is free. A 9 out of 10 hot girl wearing a miniskirt steps in and sits down next to you. Her arm gently rubs against your shoulder as the bus drives on a bumpy road. She notices you getting uncomfortable and looks you in the eyes. She smiles. She lays her hand on your thighs, still <laughs> smiling but looking forward. Her miniskirt slips up slightly. You try not to get a boner. She gets a boner. Will you tap that or will you drop that? <laughs> I got to give you credit. Your voice did really good work for that. Like, Thank no you. Lie. Very good work there. Um, Yeah, dropping that, though. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> two reasons. I'll give you two reasons why. Okay, one, okay. One, public place. No, <laughs> no way. Bus, absolutely not. You have, I've seen the things that are on a bus, and I'm not going to do anything on a bus, because nope. <laughs> Second of all, I just, I, I can't. I just can't. I'm sorry. Even if it's like a 9 out of 10, I'm sorry. I don't do the food thing. I don't do the dick girl thing. I don't do it. Fine. You find it. penises gross. Except mine. Mine is a goddamn beautiful. <laughs> a goddamn gift! <laughs> I, I feel like I'm looking into an alternate world where men treat their penises as pets. Let's let's hear it from the man up on high. Is his a <laughs> penis a pure gift to the world? Slam, this is you. Are penises a gift to this world, you ask? Well, they were a gift to your mother, who is my world. That's fair. You know, technically, I can run with that and say I'm the son of God. So, you know what? I'll take it. Technically, wow. all of our technically all of our penises at some point were inside our mothers. Anyway, anyway, anyway. This is being inside his mom. Shakespeare, anyway. please, just woke up. <laughs> Incest mentioned. Um, I have one more question, and it's a violent question, and it's an old one. I haven't seen this question in fucking ages. So, here we go. Is everyone ready? I guess. I'm ready. Not ready. As ready as I, I can. So, you are wandering around the con, taking in the sights, enjoying the atmosphere, and notice the presence of several happy couples. Feeling happy yourself, you absentmindedly ask a couple... When are you having kids? Upon hearing your question, the girl sobs and starts crying. The guy looks at you with lightless eyes, like you just recited to him every single failure he had in life. What do you do? 
probably the first thing is like my brain would immediately start playing a warped version of the song from Up because that just makes me think of Up, like oh, oh. immediately. Yeah, oof. Like just like like it's like the distorted kind of you fucked up kind of thing. Uh, probably apologize and walk away and just be like, I need to go home. I messed up. I've done a no no. <laughs> Today is a failure. We're trying again tomorrow. <laughs> Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Oh, God. That was perfect! That was the best impression you've ever done of that! Well done. It was perfect. It was perfect. Flim, Flim, can you do the Smash Brothers failure with the echo? I'll give that a try. Failure. It's really good! It works. The echo works. We're all really excited. Anyway, um, that concludes questions with Marlon. We made it through. Yay! You, you, you did it, Steel. How are you feeling? I'm pretty good. I feel pretty good. I'm pretty happy. This has been a lot of fun. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> now let's t- let's ask the people for at home who listen if they like the cut of your jib and would like to read some of your stories. What's the best way for them? To read your stuff, get in contact, um, send dick pics, um, <laughs> send Vagine. How can they get in touch with you? The best way to reach me, uh, to reach Steel Quill, would be through probably Fem Fiction. Uh, you can find me on there uh, anytime. Uh, I try to answer back when I can, though I will say pretty much uh, with how busy my job keeps me, sometimes I am a little slow on answering, but I always try to get back someone I can. My stories are all listed there. But if you don't want to go to Pim Fiction, I also have some of my stories backed up on Affinity under the same name, Steel Quill. Uh, you can find some of my characters there that I'm working with to kind of develop and make stories with as well, not just MLP content. Um, I even have a couple stories on for Affinity that didn't get on Pim uh, Fiction. Uh, so you Ooh. might find a couple stuff there, too. Fancy. Mm-hmm. Now then, without further ado, Steele, we can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us degenerates. <laughs> I'm in good company. I'm a degenerate, too, because I'm the one who made all that stuff. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, Milk, what do we have going on next week? Game Game night, yes. Yay, gay night. Game night. So, gay night. Gay night. Yeah. Get out your dollars. <laughs> dress up in drag. It's gay night. We're gonna. We're gonna. Fabulous. Why do you have to snap. be in drag to be gay? Hey, you don't have to be, but it's fun. Because you can't love yourself. How the hell are you gonna fuck someone up at the game? Yep. Damn right. So I just want to point you to all the written scenarios of someone having sex during a video game. So many. There's there's so many. That's just, yeah. There you go. So many. Thank you, everyone, for watching this edition of the BarCast. Your bartenders for this evening have been a non-pencil. Let's take a moment to say thank you, Hat Vandamoose, as our top donator for this evening. Enigmatic Otaku. Please read my clop steel. Please. I am a warfer. <laughs> I am your lord. Milk. Why do when did God join our podcast? Rav. Huh, what? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. 
our amazing guest, Steel Quill. Sayonara, and see you next time. I am the closest that I've ever gotten to breaking our no religion rule by referring to Flam as God. <laughs> see you all next time! L- little G. Little G. Little G. Hey, Flam! Hey, Flam! Okay, you a li- Flam! Flam! You a little G! <laughs> you a little G. <laughs> Bless you. Ha, <laughs> ha,